With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, it's Michael Adams. And it's old religion, dystopia, knowing versus belief. To part two of satanic cultic structures of the Bigfoot realm. Anyways, uh, I say, first of all, thanks for those who have uh, entertained the idea. Uh, just posted about nine hours ago, the first part. And I actually posted quite a bit today. I posted uh, in the past day four, four things on YouTube. So four uh, recordings, um, and uh, you know, it's probably over, it's probably overkill, but it is what it is. Um, notice I lost a few uh, subscribers because of some of the stances I made. And I understand that. Uh, I'm not really trying to be popular. I do appreciate the folks who do subscribe and who are listening. Thank you very much. Uh, Obviously, it brings meaning to what I'm doing. Uh, I am going to go back now into this X structure. I probably also will do one on the trident symbol. These are very occultic symbols. Uh, Once again, you know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, this is nonsense. Why would anybody do this? Uh, why not? When you talk about a psychological operation, it's uh, perfect. It's the perfect scheme. Am I saying that uh, Bigfoots don't do structures? No, I'm not saying that. Am I saying there's no such thing as Bigfoot? Uh, obviously, I wouldn't be spending my time if I didn't think there, there was. Uh, I personally have never seen a Bigfoot, but that I've met, I've been, I know and have met people who swear they have. What I have seen so far um, through video is not very much about Bigfoot, but uh, I see a lot of uh, occultic symbols and um, and also uh, demonic things. So um, if you say nay, that's your prerogative. Um, I'm still going to plug along with this because... I feel that it, there is something to it. <clears throat> now, we're reading this uh, article, um, Codex Magica 11, uh, from Biblioteca Pleiades, something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, this will be an information box, and the YouTube, and also on the talk, talk shoot. Um Where am I at with all this? So we talked about the free Masonic connection to X, isn't it? That 
you know, Denver uh, and Colorado is a hub for uh, occultic behavior, Satanism, and um, uh, Freemasonry. First of all, I don't. I, I don't want. I am not claiming that the folks are doing research over there, whether it's Bigfoot, Colorado Bigfoot, or Utah Sasquatch, uh, necessarily themselves connected to any of it. Although oh, the obsession for the X's and the Tridents is quite questionable in itself, so I don't know. I don't know the people, so they don't know me. I don't know them, so. Um, I guess they're supposed to get together this weekend. So, let's see. Maybe they'll finally find something, huh? Uh, I'm not saying that there's not giants, there's not Bigfoots. I'm not saying that the people who say they swear they've seen it haven't seen something. I'm just pointing out the fact that the strangeness and absurdity of X's, X-structures, and um, yeah, you know, if if one would just just unbe- you look at uh, say uh, Mark's work in Colorado Bigfoot, I'm not I'm not anti Mark or Colorado Bigfoot, but X structure after X structure after X structure, and also pointing out tridents. Uh, of course, there's more to it than than that, but um, it's very suspect. Plus, a lot of these trees look very old. Not young, and so that's just something to be questioned. And yes, uh, groups of people, and uh, especially if they're like the Aspen Institute and the different militaries, particularly Air Force bases, the Air Force is, is strongly connected with MK Ultra and uh, the occult. So. Uh, What's the big deal about X's? Why why X's? What's so important about X's? Now, you know, a lot of them probably just are natural. They just fell the way they did. Uh, but, you know, you get yourself a crew of uh, a dozen guys and, you know, no, you know, cordon out the area and do stuff. And then, you, you know, you can pull off a lot of this. You really can at the same token, there could be giants who are doing it, and maybe they are connected to the, to the satanic or demonic realm. Question once again is why axes? Now, if we go back into history, that also plays to, into our own present day. Let's now look at the Egyptian connection. Okay, X. Uh, from what source do the Masons draw for uh, this funeral symbol? symbolism of the X. In my book, uh, the author of this article, um, Dark Majesty, I explain the Egyptian connection. And, and in an ancient Egypt, excuse me, in ancient Egypt, the mark of X and the symbol of the crossbones in the symbol of an X was very prominent in religious context. You can find the X on the walls of a number of ancient Egyptian temples and pyramids. The sign of Osiris, the great sun god. And uh, you'll discover 
this is for for for, for certain the truth that uh, uh, sun worship today is the number one religion. Uh, so whether you like to hear that or not, that's the case. So and uh, of course we should appreciate the sun. Uh, it comes up every morning, goes down every night evening, but and it allows uh, growth of plants and we need it and et cetera <clears throat> for our own health. Um obviously these are occultic and pagan origins and all this. And being that we are we live in a Jesuit uh, created uh Freemasonic country it would be not there's no surprise to me that groups of men and parts of the military would uh, create these things and actually do uh there are lots of people out there in this country that are Satan worshippers and occultists and druids to etc. Um so yeah, people can do this. As absurd as it may be. Not to mention as we like me and uh NK Davis talked about yesterday about especially out west how the, the wood structures a lot of them probably were probably Native Americans that did it and they can last for hundreds and hundreds of years. It takes a very long time up there for it to, to be um, destroyed. It usually takes fire, and clearly there hasn't been much of fires around the areas that these guys are are working. And I'm saying there wasn't a fire, I'm just saying there hasn't been much of one around those areas. So, Anyways, back to this whole thing about the X and the Egyptian connection. Of course, now we've talked about Osiris and the sun, great sun god. The ancient pharaohs, if they really even existed, there's a strong suspect that the whole thing was made up. That means pharaohs and... Uh, you know, a lot of us are starting to question whether or not uh, the actual age of the te- of uh, the pyramids, and it's not looking like they were as old as they're trying to tell us. So that includes, you know, the story of what a lot of things in the Bible so. and the legends thereof, like uh, supposedly the uh, Hebrews leaving. Israelites leaving uh, Egypt and all that. It's kind of questionable, the whole thing. So, Anyways, that's for another day. Probably just made somebody else angry. That's okay. Hopefully, getting decent recording here. And uh, maybe I should just hit my fan again. <clears throat> it's hot. It is hot. Been very humid the past two days, and um, I can only take so much. So, okay. Um, ancient pharaohs, when they were buried, uh, had legs crossed in the form of X, 
as a sign of devotion to Osiris. Today, as in ancient Egypt, Osiris, the sun god, is worshipped. Now the homage and veneration comes from the Masons. You also find that in the papacy. You'll find that basically in Christianity, too. Uh, most Christians don't realize that they're actually worshiping the sun with a U. But they don't do the homework. They just go to church on Sunday, and that's it. It's important to belong. It's more important to belong than it is to know the truth, right? Uh, so anyways, Masons and their fellow Illuminists, Illuminati, these men mistakenly believe that believe they are illuminated, enlightened by the solar deity, the great architect, Jobalun, 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 or Lucifer. And anybody who really studies a little bit about Freemasonry and reads about uh, Albert Pike, very important individual in the past in the United States and um, he even has his own statue out there in front of the or close to the uh, Masonic Lodge there in Washington D.C. Uh, they have even arranged for Osiris watchful eye you all see an eye to be pictured on each and every U.S. $1 bill, a USA $1 bill. It is the eye of the capstone surrounded by the rays of the sun announcing uh, to the whole world the coming of the new age. And we're in the new age. And the new world order, or, for, you know, we live in the new world, the new world being the Americas, and what we have, Novus Ordo, Seclorum, uh, so it's Novus Ordo Seclorum. I don't know how you pronounce that. Jabalon, something like that. And I don't know. It's one of those pillars, right? Two pillars that they they worship, anyways. Uh, here we got, uh, looks like a picture of. Um, Looks like uh, the general from Pakistan with the crossed swords and the star and the, and the crescent moon. Anyways, the arm patch of the military uniform of Pakistan's president, General uh, Pervez Musharraf, tells a number of tales. Against the black... The circle background, we find the familiar crescent moon and star of Islam, actually pagan origin, beginning being represented representative of Diana, the witchcraft star, and the moon goddess, as well as the two crossed swords in pagan era, a sign of Mars, god of war. It is doubtful that Mess Sharef has any idea of the actual meaning of these symbols. Uh, he probably does. Uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth of Great Britain 
has a fortune some six, 18 billion. This is when this was written. I've heard up to 30 something trillion or 18 trillion. I've heard. So I don't know. Who knows? She's one of the, if not the richest person in the world. Well, I think she actually is. Uh, the crown with a, an X in its centrum, a Majesty magazine, a volume of 25, August 2000, uh, 2004. So her crown, she has an X right there on her forehead. Uh, t- X team in Time magazine in July uh, 14, 2003, page 79, it was reported that Marvel Comics intended to publish a comic book that featured a resurrected Princess Diana with superpowers. The title of the first edition was to be Die Another Day. Uh, The plot was to have Prince Die, or Princess Die, and a number of mutants uh, resurrected from the dead uh, partners uh, gallivant around the world performing feats for the good side fighting evil. Princess Di and her mutant friends would all bear the logo on their chest of a circle sun sign with a bold red X superimposed. On it. Actually, the last band I watched was actually the Ban X, which they never hit their Satan, satanic uh, uh, leanings coming from L.A. and California. And, um, you know, obviously they, were, they are obviously connected in the well connected in the craft. And this is before I had any idea what that was going on. So this is. Oh, it's got to be about 10 years ago. It was the last time I went to a concert. Yehud uh, Barak, a Freemason chosen Prime Minister of Israel in 1999 with his wife, Neva. Uh, this is very, this is a very staged X. So there's a picture now. Uh, also, Significant is Neva's earring, which has the emblem of the Masonic double-headed eagle. And it's Time Magazine, um, May 31st, 1999, page 64. So she has her arms crossed around him, and and um, they, everything. You know, there's no coincidences really. That's it was staged. Uh, Larry Summers, Secretary of Treasury, in the second term of Bill Clinton administration, signals to his associates in the Illuminati elite the strength of their order. We see first his crossed X, the hand position, and the left-hand path dominant. And, you know, we think about the skull and bones, um, you know how many presidents, ex-presidents of the corporation of the United States, and major corporations, and as far as heading um, organizations like the CIA, 
Uh, many of these folks are Skull and Bone members. Um, you know, the, the lucky, I guess, 13 that are chosen every year to be part of it end up being a ruling elite. Um, and so, once again, the X comes into play. Uh, then we got here another picture. Uh, I think it's Madeline. I don't know who this is. Let's find out. Uh, then there is the pillar of strength uh, of Jekyll and Boa. I guess are two pillars of uh, so Jaquin and Boa. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not, but Jaquin and Boa. Uh, origins. Uh, finally, the black and white checkered threshold. So whenever you see black and white being um, prominently displayed on uh, in movies and videos uh, and especially in art and and uh, magazines, that that's basically you know signaling that that's Freemasonic. Freemasons are in control. Uh, anyways. He's talking about this guy standing there. The uh, science of polar opposites, the Hegelian dialectic, high Masonic principle of equilibrium. Summers is currently president of Harvard University. Of course, where else, where else would he be? Because that's where the ruling lead are. Then it looks like got Madeline Alderite. And man, what a wicked witch she is. Uh, Hillary Clinton, Clinton is been uh, pr professed witch. Uh, uh, Donald E. Graham, chairman and CEO of Washington Post, which is not only uh, Freemasonic, but is Jesuitly controlled, in the stage setting of a newsroom. Uh -huh. And I think, well, there's just a lot of pictures here. So all these different folks. Fortune Magazine... Lots of folks posing in their X, folding their arms, folding their legs, doing all sorts of symbolic things. Anyways, now we'll go into something different here. We're going to go into more about uh, in more depth about Egypt. The let's see, majestical, the majestical letter X is a picture of a of the crook. And the flail of Asur. Uh, capital Majuscule, that's M A J U S C U L E, letter X symbolizes Asur as God, Father of humankind, and the God of resurrection. So uh, the cult. The X is a very important symbol, extremely important. Uh, according to Pagan Foundation legend, Asur was the inventor of agriculture and animal husbandry. In the classical judgment scene, Asur is usually colored green uh, to identify him as the god of agriculture. So when you see these hi Egyptian hieroglyphs, you see one of those, quote-unquote, Egyptian pharaohs, 
he'll be the one who's obviously his face and hands are green. Uh, the green man. Um, you know, we're hearing a lot lately also from the spin meisters and the actors out there pretending to be Bigfoot researchers, amazingly you know, uh, talking about the green man. And where, where it originally comes from, it comes from the ancient mystery schools, in particular out of Egypt. So, anyways, does that mean you won't see a green man? Well, if you are vulnerable to it, and there is uh, obviously a Luciferian um, or uh, African or Egyptian witchcraft going on, yeah, you could probably probably conjure up demons, something like that. And who knows? Um, you know, this is something we've got to remember when it comes to witchcraft, uh, demonology, uh, conjuring of demons. Uh, this is not something that is uh, the rarity. Far from it. And it has been part of human history for a long time. So what the heck is really going on? Um, clearly, um, we have... Witches and warlocks and all sorts of things running the show. That's where a lot of the children go. They go missing. They they end up in their hands. A lot of people, a lot of women go, go end up going. They go missing. End up in their hands. And they'll pretend to be other people, but in reality, you know, there are. Really, just sorcerers, witches, um, demon worshippers. You're not going to go anywhere in this world without being one of those. Of course, as the old, you know, as forewarned in the uh, New Testament, you know, not to be, I mean, we shouldn't be lovers of this world. Um, because in order to be a lover of this world, one has to compromise their soul. And most of us will sell our soul for a, a pot of porridge without some assistance from the Creator, Heavenly Father. Okay, um, back to this whole thing about the X and about the God of Agriculture, Asur. That's A S S U R S. Your <laughs> probably where you get the ass from. Um, the crook and the uh, fail identify Asur as the founding father of early pastoral and agrarian civilizations. The shepherd's crook identifies him as the defied ancestor of those who were herders of sheep. The grain flail, and of course you have to be that stick that also with like kind of looks like with like a part hook or like a, a seven with a three things hanging from it, right? Uh, 
The green flail identifies him as the ancestral deity of farmers. Sir was the model for biblical Adam, the father of Cain and Abel. Asur was the original god. Asur le, uh, led two lives. His first life was in the prehistorical period following the meltdown of the Ice Age. Yeah, so this is this is what this is what uh, resurrectisis.org says. Um, if you believe in any of that nonsense, but whatever. He was the first de- defied ancestor of whom there are any records. Asur was the founding godfather of the early Urim civilization. Now, a lot of us think that the Egyptian civilization is not as old as what they're trying to say here. That, like, we look at the pyramid and with the painting on it and all that, then there's no way it could last for thousands of years. And that most likely could be most likely not even a thousand years due to weathering and all that. And although it's in it's in um, a desert, um, still with the high winds around there and everything, there's no way. Most people don't have can have a hard time believing that it's you know four thousand, five thousand, six, ten thousand years old. No. If you, if you study history, you're going to find out that it's not even 2017. Um, our calendar is the sky, is the, the, the luminaries, the sun and the moon and the stars. And if you study eclipse and the solstice and etc., you'll find out that um, the only way you can line them up going past in time because they have programs and they've been able to uh, determine um, how far back, quite far, thousands of years, the different uh, solstice and uh, eclipse, and like the you know the lunar and the solar eclipses, that a bare minimum, three hundred years are uh, been added to our calendar. Uh, there's, the Dark Ages probably never, uh, if they were, they're not the story that's being told. Uh, uh, archaeology has proven that um, basically from 780 to 1000 AD was basically added on. Um, but that's something for you to research and for another day. Anyways, back to this wonderful thing uh, that we're learning about. Asur was the founding godfather of the early Urim civilization. Now, one more thing. Godfather. Where did godfather come from? The term. Did it come from the mafia? The Italian or the Jewish mafia? Or did it come from in Egypt folklore? And sorcery. The name Urim is composed of the names Ur, the hawk god, plus Ra, the sun god. Urim, or Urins, were followers of the ancient hawk god, sun god religion. Founding 
the first civilization after the meltdown of the Ice Ages, or the Ice Age, was Asur's first life, if you believe any of that. The majestical letter X symbolizes the genetic crossing of all civilized humankind through Godfather Asur. And so, if you want to believe that, you can read more about that. Um, okay, the next one would be um, the the minuscule letter X represents a dead person. The minuscule letter W represents an old person. The minuscule letter X represents a dead person. Now, if you look at what's going on and all the symbology going on, uh, look at the chemtrails and the continuing Xing, and that there's more going on than just uh, harp and other technology, that they're actually, um, as a cultic ritual to um, basically uh, say, you know, you're doomed, you're dead, you're, there's no hope for you kind of thing. And uh, then you look at these X's in the woods. It doesn't make much sense that a, a creature, if it's just a creature, or even if it's part human, why it be making X's unless human beings maybe are in cahoots with the demonic realm and are creating these X's. Uh, demonic realm, if you uh, have the power... To, to truly channel these entities, they um, can do such things for you. And so, you know, what is it? What's going on with all these X's? Not to mention that, you know, uh, you know, if you look at uh, the history of the United States, it's always been the people in power and have been the Freemasons, witches, sorcerers. Uh, black magic has always been really a big part of our culture. Uh, yeah, it's not been openly admitted, but if you do your research and you look into it, you're going to find out that this has been the case, that people like Joseph Smith started the cult of the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. He um, was well known for being a um, dabbling in the arts and the craft and was a Freemason himself. In fact, from there on, uh, all the leadership of the uh, the Mormons are Freemasons. So that's something to think about. Anyways, back to the X represents the dead person. The original sense, someone spoke of their ex-marriage partner or ex-boss. It meant that someone had died. When someone is crossed off a list or crossed out, it means that the original sense that they are dead. The ancient times, people who were deceased were traditionally buried with their arms crossed in the position of a sore, with his arms crossed. And you'll see that with the Freemasons and the arms crossed and the burying of like mummies as well in Egypt and Freemasons and all sorts of other occults members. Now, 
think of the uh, skull and bones symbol, and this is the exact same thing. This is the reason why the, the cross, cross to the bones and the, the skull, okay? Okay. Ancient pagan tradition carries over into early Christianity. Even though that burial tradition is no longer in vogue in actual burials, the tradition still lives on in the cultural metaphors of people or the Freemasons. So, as you know, got to remember, these people are trying to mislead you a little bit and making you think of the distant past when it's going on today. Uh, if you ever go to a, uh, most people, you go to a funeral and you see someone who's uh, buried, you'll note, or in their in their casket, their arms are crossed. So whether the family or is conscious of it or not, the uh, mortuary, the heads of the mortuaries, um, funeral homes, is a heck of a paying job and quite a scam. And so uh, you'll find that Freemasonry is heavily involved in this part of it, this part of our our world, our, our culture. According to the biblical tradition, Mary and Joseph were on their way to Egypt when Jesus was born. Nearly nothing is known of Jesus for the first 30 years of his life. The same... Uh, the name Jesus is composed of J, uh, the letter J plus Iris, or Isis, J Isis. Uh, the bread, the beard of Asur plus the name of I Isis. Okay, there can be little doubt that Jesus grew up in Egypt and was educated in the Egyptian religion traditions. There's no way to prove any of this, so this is just... Once again, it's like people saying it's, there's little doubt that that those that pile of twigs in the woods or logs or trees is from Bigfoot. <clears throat> Asur was the god of resurrection uh, uh, for 3,000 years before Jesus was born, and there can be little doubt. First of all, let's go back to this whole thing about 3,000 years. Uh, for just no way to date anything that far back accurately. There's absolutely no way to know what was going on 3,000 years ago. It's hard enough to figure out what was going on 1,000 years ago. And one of the things you're going to find out with history is it's constantly being recycled, the stories and putting new names and, and et cetera on it. And, um, and um, um, just this whole thing about... Um, Order out of chaos and the death, and we live under a death cult where um, you'll find that every generation or so, maybe a couple generations, you have uh, wars and wars are used as a as, uh, blood sacrifice, a mass ritual, kind of like what uh, think about the um, the Aztecs and the Mayas, you know, when they would have uh, in their temples and they cut out the hearts of these folks. Uh, and that they sacrifice thousands of their people to their gods, you know, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, guess what? 
mountains are high places too. They don't have to be man-made um, stone Ephesus or um, buildings or cathedrals or temples to for them to practice their wickedness. And part of their wickedness is to uh, sodomize little children, and as in the process of sodomizing and raping them, they kill them. And many times, they actually, you eat their hearts. So, anyway, it's just something for another day. Um, so, the biggest thing is is to look at X. X is a big part of our social culture. These folks feel that J. Isis could be Jesus. It could be G. E. S. U. S. Or G. Isis. Or it could be Jez, us. It could be uh, like the Jesuits. Uh, whatever. Uh, we know that uh, J is an English letter, and so it's highly improbable that whenever these alleged mystery schools and the story was actually being spouted to the global masses, uh, we don't know for certain if they didn't have a J or not. We really don't know. You don't. The average person doesn't know. It's very dangerous to trust guys who put themselves in authority. Uh, you're going to find a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> they're actually being. They're paid to be uh, misleading. Propaganda is widely used throughout the whole world, not just uh, communist co- countries. Because actually, the United States of America is a communist country. If you look at the tenets of communism, uh, this country falls perfectly in line with all of it. So, Anyways, just for another, I digressed again. Uh, The sound of letter X requires a lengthy explanation. With many letters in the alphabet, the sound of the letter is derived from the function of the uh, minuscule letter. Earth, the Earth symbol. The letter X is a symbol of death and resurrection. Death is silent. Sound of letter X is not discernible from its function. However, the name, the letter X, is related to death and resurrection. In pagan symbolism, water is usual is the usual symbol of life. Isis, the earth mother goddess, she uh, is the mother of life. And the alphabet, the masculine uh, masculine letter Q, is a picture of the mouth of a water jar with a plume of water pouring forth, or a plume of water pouring forth from the jar. The masculine letter Q represents the vulva of Isis and huh, with uh, natal water of the mother her earth mother goddess pouring forth from her womb well at least we, we at least we got vagina to look forward to those of us are heterosexuals although I'm at that age now where I've had plenty of it so if I never have any more again I guess I'm alright but uh at least we got look forward to a beautiful woman in her vagina. 
the Messian letter U is a picture of a water jar that represents the uterus of Isis. The sound of the letter Q is derived from the sound of the wa swallowing water. The sound of the letter U is derived from the sound of water jar. The word aqua is the Latin name for water. Oh, the word aqua is a compound of the sound of swallowing water and the sound of a water jar. For reasons that are too lengthy to explain here, North American Indian word serves better than any available Latin word to explain the name of letter X. <clears throat> and uh, let's go into it since we're in North America. Uh, Isis and North America. Genesis of Isis went everywhere. Isis and North America. Assur's lengthy travels carried the genesis of Isis all over the world. Assur's footprint is still visible, and this is probably uh, a mix of fable, uh, a Masonic, Masonic fable and uh, legend, with a possibility of it being true as well, but uh, not enough hard evidence. Especially when they start spewing out things like 6,000 years, 3,000 years, 1 million years, I can reassure you my, of my past that they have no ability of truly uh, documenting um, back that far. There's just no way of doing it. There's no way of doing it. We don't have enough information and carbon dating and using of radioactive isotopes are extremely inaccurate and usually are determined by the bias of the researcher already. And so it's just a matter of get, hitting, getting enough uh, hits to get the, close to the date you want. And then they always round things up. So 6,000 years, 3,000 years, blah, blah, blah. It could, the 3,000 years could be actually 300 years. So 6,000 years could have been 600 years. So you see, this is the problem. You and I really don't know our history. We think we do because we've read history books, but we never took in consideration uh, who were the, who were the ones authorizing the uh, the writing and disseminating of the information. So, and you're going to find out that you've been lied to about everything. So. I know it's a discouraging thing to hear, but it's also, once you come to that conclusion, well, you know, it's not so bad. You just realize that's the way it is, and you move on, and you have to start developing a, a very, uh, becoming more critical in your thinking. Anyways, according to the Pagan Foundation legend, Assur was the first king in the first kingdom of Earth. After they had raised... He had raised his own people up from savagery. He went about teaching arts of civilization to the rest of the world. Uh, it, uh, it is well to bear in mind that those missionaries traveled, uh, travels of Assur were going on after Isis resurrected him from the dead. But if you believe anything is true, then you're just out of your freaking mind. But 
the suggestion here is is that ISIS and you know Assur were somehow teaching the Native Americans this nonsense. Anyways, monuments and other physical evidence of Central America uh, else easily uh, connect Mayan, Aztec, and Inca culture to the pagan gods and pyramids of Egypt. Lack of monumental evidence in North America makes it more difficult to trace the genesis of ISIS. Uh, and here we go. We got a picture of a, a very big foot. <laughs> you believe it or not, this is where Bigfoot comes in. Believe it or not, yeah. Oh, here we go. So, um, yeah. However, footprints from Asur's legendary travels are discernible in North America if one knows how and where to look for them. The pre-Egyptian cultures in North Africa abounds with legends of ancient travelers, legends of Sasquatch, large moccasins, uh, Tijon of the Golden Tijon, the Golden Warrior, uh, Yellowknife, and other stories carry over from the Genesis of Isis, stories of the abominable snowman in Tibet. Bigfoot in Oregon, and hairy Sasquatches, uh, the Sasquatchewan, I can't say it, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, Canada, are all based on footprints. None of those creatures have ever been seen, amazingly. They are known only from legends and from the reported sightings of their footprints. The symbols, symbolic meaning of Bigfoot, long moccasin, footprints of the others, is that they were long-distant travelers. The original Assur and his descendants were, here we go, Aryans, yeah, 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 yeah. See Sunwing page, the website, the description of the Aryans. The minions of Isis who went out exploring the world were Aryans. They went out as explorers and visitors, not as conquerors or land gap grabbers, as later waves of Europeans did. Well, first, that's what they always do. They first have to scout out the area. Yeah, right? You just don't go evading someplace that you don't have any information about. It'd be a very bad idea. Anyways, that's, for another, that's something else for another time. Uh, Aryans were large and extremely hairy folks. Huh? <laughs> Uh, Aryans, large and extremely hairy folks. Uh, Esau. Was Esau an Aryan? Who knows? Uh, they had tremendous herds and lots of body hair. Excuse me, they had tremendous, uh, that's not herds, it's beards and lots of body hair. Uh, the American Indians were beardless Neolithic Asians. It's Neolithic. That's bullshit. Whose heavily bearded Aryans, those heavily bearded Aryans, with their metal weapons, 
left a lasting impression on the cultures, the cultural memories of the people they visited. Those legends of abominable snowmen, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and other old world travelers are footprints the Asur left behind on his legendary travels. Scribes of Thoth school used the name of gods to create words and names. Minions of Isis left a trail for pagan words and names in North America. Christian missionaries named the St. Lawrence River, San Francisco Bay, San... uh, uh, San Quinn Valley, right? Is that just, uh, Sierra Madre Mountains, Mexico, and so forth. Those Christian names of places and geographical features are nominal footprints that Christian missionaries left behind them. Even if the Christianity disappeared from the, this planet altogether, Nominal footprints of Christianity would be visible all over the world for thousands of years after its departure. Such is the case of the pagan missionaries of Isis who explored North America. They left a a trail of nominal footprints behind them. Asur's footprints of North America were visible in the forms of words and names that were derived from names of pagan gods. Isis was the serpent goddess. Imagine that. The letter S in our alphabet is the picture of the sacred asp of Isis. The name Isis is composed of his, his. Isis is, 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 his, his, right? Isis or is, is. Uh, to hisses of the sacred asp. The sound of the letter S is derived from the hiss of the asp. See the letter S page for the website. Letter Q is a picture of the mouth of the water jar with a plume of water pouring forth. Letter Q represents the Volvo, blah, 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 blah. Okay. <clears throat> So we read about Q. We see go go on, go on, go on. Okay, the letter U we read about, right? That's the water jar. The letters S Q U add up to squa, squa. An Indian word squa is the version of squa, squa, or squa. Uh, the word squa is a compound of the hiss of the asp, the sound of the swallowing water. The word squaw uh, says Isis water, which means she is a daughter of Isis. There are thousands of names and geographical features uh, in North America that uh, are different formations of the sound and imagery of Isis water. The footprints of Sasquatch were sighted in uh, Saskatchewan, uh, although 
Sasquatch is spelled with Asqua and S Asca uh Tikawan is spelled as Aska. They clearly related they are clearly related words. Both contain Isis water. The name Sasquatch and Saskatchewan and Saskatoon, the town, are all derived from the native Cree word Miss Ask Wato Min. Uh, the name Miss Ask uh, Miss Miss Ask is the original Indian name for Sasquatoon River. The Sasquatoon River. Uh, the Miss Asquatoon River clearly contains the name of Mother of Isis Water. North America abounds with the river names of Isis Water. Mother Isis Water, uh, Susquehanna River in Pennsylvania is another Isis Water River. Uh, the ma- there we go. Here's another Mass Asaqua River in Ontario. I think this is Massapequa River in. New York, the Mississippi River all contain some form of Mother Isis water. The town uh, Isaquah or Isis water. Washington probably got the name from the river of that name. Say Skyu. The name of the national forest was probably once the name of of an Isis water river. Uh, the name Alaska is derived from the Aleut Indian name Ali. Uh, uh, let me try this. Alaska. The name Alaska contains L, Eska, uh, Alaska, and L. And Alaska is a form of an ancient phallic god L. The L, the ancient phallic god L, was the father of the Canaanites god Baal. The name Asur is a later day, is a latter day Isis name for the ancient phallic god L. Hence, the American name Alaska is ultimately derived from Asur Isis water. A list of North American Indian names are derived from the same pagan gods. Would fill a large dictionary. Minions of Isis definitely left nominal footprints all over North America. The Missouri River was named after the Nile River of Egypt. The Egyptian hieroglyphics were written only in consonants.
uh, the Egyptian hieroglyphics name for the Egypt was MSR. The name of MSR Egypt with vowels included was Misuria. The name Misuria is a compound of Mother Isis plus Ur, the hawk god, and Ra, the sun god, and the earth in the name of Miss Uria meant Mother Isis area. The river flowing through the Mother Isis area was the Missouria, the Missouri, the Missouri River. Minions of Isis, a North American named the Missouri River after the Missouri River in MSR Egypt. Anyways, so one of the things is for certain, regardless of whether this is accurate information as far as history, which no, there's no citations, as usual, such things. I mean, there are citations, but it's not enough to really convince me that it's truth. What is more likely is the fact that uh, the reason why we have all these um, Egyptian-related names or blending of Egyptian and Native American is because, well, there's a bunch of Freemasons that settled North America. And occultists. The meeting letter X, exoteric and otherwise. The X is a mark. It's an indicator, it's an identifier. One leaves their X mark as a signature of an illiterate or or incapacitated indicates. Don't get this out of the way. Where to sign on a form mark. Marks on a checkboard, uh, the ballot. X, 10 Roman numerals. Uh, Mac, Os X, Os, then X. Used as a mark for scoring a strike in bowling where it has a value of 10. X represents 24 in arcane use as the 24th letter of the alphabet. X is a symbol of multiplication. In in a coordinated system, the x-axis is the horizontal of the xyz. X indicates added dimension by as 2 times 4. That's a little bit of a hint, huh? Added dimension. Okay, X indicates added dimension, right? The Latin X-E-X means out of. As in Greek, the preposition E-K is motion proceeding out from. Uh, the state of being in the form of an X is called a discussion. Also, an instance of crossing and 
the conditions of being crossed in the form of an X. X marks the spot on a map, the final destination as treasure, and the treasure map. The map key symbols uh, for a mountain. A defensive player and a football team diagram. X symbol for the sun god, a simple ray sun or star. Osiris, RX, uh, so we see RX is the Horus eye, so a pharma, pharmacological prescription. So RX, that means Horus's eye, once again. And so one of the things that would be riddled in this culture is the Eye of Horus, right? Uh, the all-seeing eye, everywhere, one form or another, whether and and different symbols that represented. And RX is another one of those symbols represented. Although the a pyramid is usually perceived as it is viewed from the side with triangular faces, it forms an X in a box when viewed from above. An obelisk viewed from above also presents an X. Imagine that. Hmm. Makes you want, makes you wonder sometimes those pyramids out in Egypt that they're uh, just giant obelisks and they got buried in the sand. <laughs> Once again, uh, obelisk is uh, a representation of the male's penis. Now going back in the woods, and why is there an X and why is the symbol of a male's penis there? Who's obsessed with that? Besides perverts. Uh, uh, and I guess women with, you know, that kind of thing. But anyways, you know, uh, Freemasons are, aren't they? Occultists are. Uh, and, okay, so anyways. So an X in a box because it's capped with a uh, Benben pyramid. A pyramid with a separate capstone can be considered a pair of them. This attribute uh, that presents an X from the heavens may have something to say about why the X is the sign of the sun god. I started getting close to why I'm talking about X's in the sky from the geoengineering and then X's down in the forest and the woods and all that and who's talking to who as above so below we also know that the you know uh, the prince of the air the airways is demonic forces um, are they signal to other beings that live down on the ground that could be the case, too. Um, I don't believe in a universe. I don't believe that aliens are out there. There's no evidence for any of that kind of stuff. All life that anybody's ever seen, whether uh, natural, supernatural, are in our own dimension. So, and 
just forget about that. There's no proof of space. You might want to ask yourself, really, why is the sky blue? What else do we know in nature is blue? Water. Deep water. Anyways, X is a Christogram. It's a symbol representing Christ on Xmas, which we talked about before, Xmas being a satanic form of saying Christ Mass, which is another Luciferian form as well, too, Christ Mass, you know, repeating over and over again the telling of Christ. Derived from the Greek letter chai, it begins with the word Christos. An old Semitic language, X represents the cross. X signifies betrayal as to some to cross someone. XX double cross. X is a cross by its shape of two crossed lines. To X out is to cross out. Crosshairs of a scope used in sight of firearms from the X plus sign. X is known as a tumbling cross or cross cell tire, a rotating plus sign symbol, uh, the Red Cross logo on the cross of St. George, and anybody that knows anything about the Red Cross will discover that one thing it is is a uh, used to spy on other countries and is actually a uh, yeah, used also to do heinous things to people. Then also you got to think about the uh, blood-sucking vampires of Europe and of the oligarchy uh, in America that use blood, especially young people's and children's blood. Uh, you know, the whole idea of maintaining or living longer lives. And then there is also, of course, corpse medicine that we read a little bit about, but after reading, uh, doing a couple of readings of it, it made my stomach so sick I didn't want to do it anymore. If somebody wants to read, they can read it themselves about vampires and mummies and uh, uh, the wickedness there over from Europe that's been transplanted over here. you got to remember, we're just Europeans. We're the same people that are on the other side of the pond, regardless of what you think. If anything, we're actually less people than they are in many different ways and more savage than they are. Anyways, it's gone. X is a generic counter symbol indicating relative strength. Traditionally indicates the strength of an all dos equus. Triple X moonshine. Moonshiners used an X to notate how many times a particular batch ran through the still. Extreme X porn. X identifies one of the series as a placeholder. Gen X, Generation X, Planet X, which is Nubaru, which we know is absolutely fake, and they've been talking about for so long, and there's absolutely no evidence of the planet Nubaru, no matter what people say. Can't prove it and have some little sun dot on the, the camera, some glare from the sun, and calling it uh, uh, X, planet X is just BS. 
But it is symbolic of deception. Remember, double-crossing and lies. So that's the reason why they call it Planet X, because A, there's no planets, and B, uh, they're bullshitting you with Planet X to keep you off the mark of what's really going on because you have a bunch of Satanists and occultists and Luciferians running your life. And that's a hell of a lot more scarier than Bigfoot, but nobody's going to do a damn thing about it. Anyways, X represents the unknown. Ah. X is the symbolic of the unknown. Like an implied question mark. Whether person, place, or thing marks a thing with mystery. X-ray. X-factor shows, refers to the undefinable. Something that makes a star quality. X-Game, X-Files, Malcolm X, X-Men, Professor X, Xavier, which starts with an X, which, you're now talking, once again, uh, Jesuits. Uh, As the placeholder, it represents a generic brand X. Generation X is a term, it's kind of blah, blah, blah. Uh, X in generics, X chromosome, graphical segments of the double helix. X means cross, as in crossing a boundary. Interesting enough, wasn't that? Crossing a boundary. Now, here we are. It's a symbol that's actually that human beings use. And yet, when we go to these, you watch folks like uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and others, and it's clearly symbolic of crossing a boundary. Whose boundary? That's the question. Is it Bigfoot's? Is it demons? Is it Freemasons? Is it. Uh, the Satanists that practice uh, uh, the, their wicked arts in high places. Uh, you tell me. Uh, long associated in medieval and Renaissance art with the coming of the Messiah, who shall make all things new, Jim Tresner, 33rd degree, Scottish Free a Scottish Rite Journal. With an O, the X is a symbol associated with Mark of the Beast. Mark of the Beast or the heart symbol of Nodens, which is an X inside a circle. Uh, crossover. Um, decoding Disney's male efficiency Malfeasance as Isis. Occult symbolism, mark of the beast, part of circle. Uh, you look at uh, Google, uh, X, Xbox, all these things. <clears throat> Symbol of negation or null, the practice of crossing fingers behind, hidden behind one's back to undo and negate the promise being made. In baseball, a strike or mark is marked with an X. X equals EX equals former. Then we got, so we got the skull and bones, and then we got the papacy, and then we got uh, the Jesuit symbol of uh, the crossover I. 
HS, which we know, and they practice the dark arts. And one of the things they do is uh, reverse writing. So really, it's S H I T. And you see that sunburst. It's actually the rectum, and it goes on and on. And so. Yeah. Then we've got the hexagram. Uh, do I want to go through the X? But X can also be uh, used in uh, once again in Freemasonry all over the place. Uh huh. Hermorphodite Baphomet, female dominant series of four X's, W and M appears overlapped at full height. Anyways, it just goes on and on. Uh, within a double X, two very important civil letters appear, uh, W and X. W is above and the M below. They mirrored. They are mirrored as above, so below. Woman is the sign of a goddess, of Ishtar, Isis, right, or uh, in Anna. The M is male, the beast, woman, wool, W, omen, M, and, morphodite, etc. Well, I know a lot of guys like women being on top, so that's okay. And then it's again going back to the triple X representing 666, which represents not only Satan, but also represents uh, the papacy and the Pontifus Maximus, the Roman Empire, and you and I live in the Roman Empire. So once again, why is there an X in the woods? Well, you got pagans, you live in the Roman Empire, it's an important symbol in paganism, and uh, um, occult practices. Is uh, Bigfoot a practitioner of the occult? Well, the only people that I know that do it, the only things that I know that can do that are human beings. So, is Bigfoot a type of human being like uh, Indian legend couldn't be, or a blend of Indian legend with Masonic uh, deception? And Isis was Bigfoot, a descendant of Isis. Uh, or the creation of the Egypts, Egyptians, with the creation of the Mediterranean or Middle East and the sorcerers of the time uh, as a man-made creation. As far as gigantic, gigantus, whatever it is, you know, these giant, the supposed bones that represent these ancient hominoids and all that, and and in reality. It's fiction. A couple little bones and teeth and that kind of thing, and they develop a whole uh, creature. No, it's just it's guess, it's speculation. It doesn't mean it's true. What is true is that we live in a culture uh, where we believe well, most of the things that we believe in aren't true. Bigfoot is X. 
Bigfooting with an X. I used to Bigfoot with my ex. All my exes live in Texas. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.